Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated General Grabber ATX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday listen to Conversation with Unc hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre, Straight Fire for Monday, September 13th. Oh boy! Week one in the NFL, nearly in the books. We got Monday Night Football tonight. Uh, Baltimore Ravens and Rob G's Raiders. We'll go with a pick at the end of the pod. So you've got to listen to all of it. And do not just fast forward to the pick because I had such a damn good weekend gambling. But there's so much to get to. I feel like the gambling and the picks and all that, just it has to just take a backseat. So much happened. I mean, it was just an incredible weekend in sports college football eh although rob g gonna do a victory dance pac 12 back baby took down ohio state oregon did um but the nfl has to be where we start and yeah i've got some dad life stuff uh i obviously have my uh basketball injury that you guys care greatly about my black eye um rough anyways it's weird. I, I, I don't want to say I got into a thing, but I talked with Rob G about this, right? NFL week one, everybody's excited before the games, and Baker Mayfield drops a video, like, I don't know what, Rob, like two hours before kickoff, maybe three hours before the 1 p.m. games kickoff, about how all these people are doubting the Browns and the, the hate for Baker, and can he do it? Can he get it done? Should they pay him? And they clip it off all these TV shows where people are kind of 
questioning, bashing, whatever, Baker Mayfield. And it just so happens that one of Baker's top marketing guys lives in my community, and I'm friends with him. We played soccer together. We played pickup basketball together. He's a nice guy. Uh, good athlete, too. And I tweet out that you know, this is why nobody, this is why everybody who does a podcast, TV, radio, focuses on the negative in sports. Because people pay attention. Nobody pays attention when you say, the Browns have a chance to win the Super Bowl. Baker could win the MVP, as I've said on this podcast, on TV, in the last three weeks. None of that will cut through because it's not negative. Okay? Remember, if it bleeds, it leads. Everybody knows that in news. If it's negative, it's going to pop on social. That's just how it is. It's more willing to go viral. I bet you that Baker video went viral. And it, I I don't want to say leads to, but when the Patriots do a video and they go and win the Super Bowl and they cobble together all these haters from the Patriots last season, they're not not saying anything positive. Like, man, Tom Brady's incredible. Nothing positive. It's all negative. And I talked with Rob about this before. I said, hmm. How should we start this? Should we? Should, I mean, Matt Stafford was off the hook on Sunday Night Football. Oh, my gosh. And if you guys remember, when Stafford was traded, I wrote a piece for Fox Sports that I think they are the Super Bowl team to beat in the NFC. I think they could be in the Super Bowl, just like Tampa was at home for the Super Bowl. Super Bowl's at SoFi in uh, February, I guess. And the Rams could be there. And they looked incredible. On Sunday Night Football, just take it down the Bears like nothing. But was that the biggest story? I don't think that's the biggest story of the weekend in the NFL. It has to be Aaron Rodgers, doesn't it? I mean, Aaron Rodgers runs his big mouth all summer. I'm upset. I hate this. A lot of it was warranted. But all I kept hearing was, oh, the Packers are going to be fine. They're going to be good. This team's loaded. 13-3 and the last two years. You don't just fall off a cliff when that happens. And I have been skeptical of the Packers leading up, saying, hey, you know what? This is a team that lost two offensive linemen in free agency. Their center, their right tackle, and their left tackles on the shelf, Bakhtiari coming off the injury. And man, Packers, I, I don't know. I'm not feeling this team being as dominant as last year. I didn't, however, think that they would go into the opener against the Saints and get their rear ends just blasted. 38-3. to Game was in Jacksonville, but it was over by halftime. The Green Bay Packers, with as gutless a performance as you will find in a season opener for a team coming off an NFC Championship appearance, uh, a, a, a Hall of Fame quarterback, I mean, they were awful. They could not move the football. 43 yards rushing behind that beleaguered offensive line. Got into the red zone twice, 0 for 2. Three turnovers. Aaron Rodgers was not sharp. Folks, they averaged 4.4 yards per play. This is the greatest offense in the league last year. 1 for 10 on third down. Against the Saints defense, it was down five guys. And I saw somebody chart this on, uh, on social media, that the Saints, in their opener, were missing. Michael Thomas, their best receiver. Their kicker, out. Their... Uh, the quarterback they just traded for, Bradley Roby, who's good, he's suspended. Their number two quarterback, Crawley, coming into the season, he was out. Um, they're maybe their number three receiver, uh, Smith, the small guy, he was out. Their uh, defensive tackle, uh, Anyamana, he was out. Like 
they were down a ton of guys. And I know people are going to say, Jason, you got to eat crow on Jameis Winston. Listen, Jameis Winston was fantastic. I mean, first player in NFL history to throw five touchdown passes despite throwing for fewer than 150 yards. Yeah, Jameis Winston was amazing. Listen, he didn't make mistakes. He only threw into triple coverage once. It was intercepted, but a flag, a bad flag, um, waved off the pick. Uh, And listen, Jameis Winston, he got the job done. Four for four in the red zone. You couldn't ask for much more. He won with his legs. He played it safe. I mean, Jameis rushed for 37 yards. Basically saying, you know what? Hey, uh, this whole Taysom Hill thing, we're good. We don't need him in here running. Taysom Hill, two carries, one yard. Jameis, six for 37. I just, I don't want people going crazy about the Saints here. I don't. They had one explosive play. The 55-yard touchdown to Deontay Harris. Everything else was 15 yards or fewer. That's it. This was not, now this was a great game plan from Sean Payton. Is this sustainable for 17 games? I'm going to say no. But Aaron Rodgers was hideous in this. They they played Jordan Love, I believe, the entire fourth quarter. You got a glimpse of the uh, future of the Green Bay Packers. It wasn't pretty. Uh, Aaron Jones had no room to operate. Five carries, nine yards. Devontae Adams, who was supposed to tear up um, Lattimore, who was injured, uh, Lattimore played. Adams did nothing. I mean, guys, this was, I mean, the Green Bay Packers favored by four, four and a half. I think it came down to three and a half. They lost 38 to three. And all these people want to hype Matt LaFleur as this great coach because he went 13 and three for two straight years. Like, let's pump the brakes. For whatever reason, this Green Bay team has come out, and when they lay a dud, it's like an epic dud. I, it's like they go big or go home. That's basically how Green Bay operates when they're really, really, really good or, my gosh, they're terrible. And all the decision-making is questioned. They just didn't look into it. I, I don't know about you, Rob. My takeaway from this, I don't think Green Bay is this bad. Remember, the, the rule number one in NFL week one, nobody is as bad or as good as they looked the week prior. But for Green Bay to come out, go 13 yards punt, eight yards punt, then they got the field goal, and their defense to allow the Saints. Sean Payton, genius, underrated, should not have overlooked him. Payton goes field goal, touchdown, touchdown. And we're talking seven-minute, 51-second drive. 10-minute, 80-yard drive. Like, it was a masterpiece. I give Sean Payton more credit. I'm going to say Winston, he did a good job. Is this sustainable? We'll see. I personally don't think it is. I know a lot of people do. You cannot diminish in any way, shape, or form five touchdowns. I mean, the guy had 14 completions, five were touchdowns. Now, I don't know about Rob G, but I was scrambling over my wife, my two kids, to get Jawan Johnson, whoever that is, in fantasy football. Three targets, two touchdowns. Um, by the way, I, since you care about fantasy, my son's two teams, 2-0. Two and oh, I went 2-1. and one. Uh, It was an awesome fantasy weekend, great gambling weekend, and great NFL weekend. Um, so I, I'm not going to go overboard on the Packers. The other reason, as we talked about leading up to the season, Green Bay— Listen, the schedule is difficult. This week, however, it's not. They hosted Detroit Lions. Lions, of course, were getting their doors blown off by 49ers. Made it respectable at the end. Dan Campbell's teams are going to fight. Like, if if nothing, Dan Campbell's teams are going to fight. You know who they remind me of? Remember De Niro in Cape Fear, where he's doing the hospital job, uh, and they sent three guys to take him out in a back alley? Um, 
De Niro just, he's getting destroyed and he keeps fighting and eventually comes back and wins. Eventually, Dan Campbell and the Lions are going to pull one of these off. I don't think next Monday night against an angry Aaron Rodgers, I'm sure we're going to see a ton of stats this week. Aaron Rodgers off a loss. Aaron Rodgers off a 30-point loss. We're going to see all that. But just as a reminder, if you thought the Saints defense was tough, after the Lions comes the Niners, comes the Steelers. Green Bay is staring at a 1-3 start to the season. And just remember, late October, they got Arizona, then they got Kansas City, they got Seattle. That's Kyler Murray, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, back-to-back-to-back. I'm just saying this is going to be a tough season for the Packers. I think they win the division, which is very bad. You saw the Vikings just totally blow it. Uh, You saw the Bears get crushed, and the Lions are the Lions. So the Packers are going to be fine. This is not a um, sound the alarm, worried about the Packers. As long as Rodgers is healthy, they they should roll to this division, even if that means 9, 10, 11 wins. Um, But in terms of the biggest gutless performance in the opener, without a doubt, the Green Bay Packers. Rob, I, I don't. Am I being too harsh on Aaron Rodgers? It is just four quarters. The guy's got an impressive, uh, you know, thirty-year body of work as a quarterback in sports. Um, I wouldn't say you're being too hard on him. I will say that Aaron Rodgers did not do him any, do himself any favors with his performance on Sunday. You can't have the kind of off season that he had, where he made it all about what the team wasn't doing for him, how he should be more involved, how the front office is is sketchy and they're not doing things the right way and for all of that to take place and the one thing that he can control the one thing that does not involve the front office this is Aaron Rodgers on the field to perform the way that he did now I know a lot of people want to point out the offensive line and their offensive line didn't have a good game they could not run the ball to save their lives they had two rookies starting and a left guard who had moved over to left tackle because Bakhtiari still on the IR so they couldn't run the ball. And he wasn't protected very well. But on the times where he did have time to throw the football, he was 4 of 15 when he had more than two and a half seconds. <laughs> Both of his interceptions came when he had more than two and a half seconds to throw the football. So he kind of got into a lot of those bad habits. I want to say it's a bad habit because Aaron Rodgers is so great. He doesn't really have bad habits. But to the extent that he does, one of them that he does have is that he'll sometimes go for the kill shot rather than take the four yard out. He'll, he'll hold an extra second, try to get that 15, 17 yard crossing route, try to hit that deep post rather than just take the swing pass, take three yards, go to the next down. And it seemed like once they started to fall behind early and he saw that they could not run the ball, he's, he's like, I got to make a play. I got to make something happen. I got to extend this play. I got to hold it in the pocket for an extra, an extra, an extra beat make something happen. And that's where he got into trouble. And so I'm sure, you know, like you said, thankfully they get Detroit next week. So I think that they'll get right in that game, but it was not a good start. And listen, I'm not going to kill the defense. It was bad, but this is worth noting. The game was relocated to Jacksonville and it was almost as Sean, Sean Payton was just totally coached LaFleur into a body bag. Sean Payton said, we're going to ground this out early, wear down the defense. It was, I believe 83 degrees, very humid on the field. But if you look at those drives early, they kept the Green Bay defense on the field forever. Tons of tons of long drives early wore them down, and that just made things easy for Jameis in the second half. Even when he's doing bootlegs and the short passes, it's all wide open. The defense was gassed. Sean Payton, I mean, just goat stuff. I just want you to follow this away. I'm not going long on it today. We have plenty of time this week. 
That heat in Florida is key. Okay? The Buffalo Bills, who lost at home to Pittsburgh, we'll get to them shortly. They go to Miami in the heat. Historically, Miami has had a big advantage at home in September. I'll have the numbers for you later this week. Anybody who thinks the Buffalo Bills are automatically going to bounce back going into that heat needs to wake up. It's not a lock that the Bills go down to Miami, get the win, and go to and start 2-0. And now you and it's a big game because if Miami goes up 2-0 with two division wins and the Bills are 0-2 with losses to Pittsburgh and Miami, things are gonna quickly get interesting in the AFC East. Um I don't know, Rob. Should we just I don't want to buzz through every game. Uh, I don't want to bore people. I mean, I if you ask me, hell yeah, I've got thoughts on every game. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. 
Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or, like, put a sign in your yard. But All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I do think Matt Stafford would be on the tee box after Aaron Rodgers put one in the water. Uh, Matt Stafford was as advertised, folks. I mean, he was awesome, and that Rams team looks scary. Um, it, uh, the Bears defense is just, it's not your older brother Bears defense. Khalil Mack-led team, I think it was three years ago, where they came out of nowhere and won the division. Uh, they were incredible. And that defense just got torched. Matt Stafford just adds another dimension. This is stuff we've been talking about for weeks. You guys should know this. You should have Ram Super Bowl futures. You know that Stafford really, really opens things up. Like McVay has unlocked an entire new area of his playbook that he just could not do with Goff. And this is not a knock on Goff. It's just the arm strength. I mean, this kid Van Jefferson hit in stride by uh, Stafford on like a, I don't know, he must have put that 50 yards on a rope touchdown. Cooper Cup. I mean, like, uh, this guy, Robert Woods, like, barely got in the act. This Rams offense is scary. Um, I know the Bears were hanging around, hanging around, um, and the Rams' run defense, not as polished as, as, as it was last year. So they were had a little bit by David Montgomery, who looks spry. Um, but Andy Dalton's never going to be that guy. Uh, he just doesn't strike fear into any defense. They, they, take a, they take the kickback, I think, like 75 yards. Opening kick, and you're like, oh, okay. And then Justin Fields with a nice conversion, and you're like, wow. Bears in business. And then Andy Dalton makes just terrible pass. It's tipped and picked in the end zone, and that was that. Um, so Stafford and the Rams look awesome. The Bears are most certainly not a playoff team. Not even close. Their offensive line just got crushed. Uh, Andy Dalton sacked three times. Um, basically, they were just in his grill. No time to throw. Aaron Donald wrecking shop. It's a really good Rams defense. Um, Rob, what would you say was the third biggest takeaway? I mean, I could go hyperbolic. Kyler Murray, MVP futures. Um, Don't laugh. What are you laughing for? That's just wild. I don't know why you have Kyler Murray. Time out. Okay, fine. Time out. Kyler Murray last year had the Cardinals, I believe, at 6-2 or 7-3. They were rolling, and he was like a top five MVP guy when you looked at the odds. Then he had the injury. And he was not the same quarterback since. He just, uh, if you remember the Patriots game, Belichick schemed up a new way to kind of contain him in the pocket. Because you saw against the Titans, when he gets outside the pocket, it's game over. He couldn't, he was not as mobile last year against the Patriots. The game was in Foxborough, like an idiot, I bet the Cardinals. Murray was like maybe 75%. Could not run. And without that dimension, and if you lock down Hopkins, they were nothing last year. Uh, hello, they have more options this year. Uh, Chase Edmonds looked good. James Conner looked solid. Um, Murray did not run as much, but it was an option every time he drops back to pass. And Christian Kirk looked very good. Rondale Moore, hello. A.J. Green had six targets. Uh, folks, this is, this is a good offense. And, and Rob, 
if Wilson Chandler, I'm sorry, the basketball <laughs> player, the basketball player, Chandler <laughs> Jones, if Chandler Jones, I, who was it that came on our pod last week? It might have been Brad Powers. Somebody came on and was like, you know, Chandler Jones is not happy um, with his contract. He was complaining like a month ago. The, folks, Chandler Jones went out and had five sacks, four tackles for loss, two forced fumbles. One of the great performances you will see, Taylor Lewan, the left tackle turnstile, who basically Chandler Jones just humiliated all afternoon, did not talk to the reporters afterward, ducked him like a coward, and then basically put out like some social media post about how upset he, he, he let the team down. He got absolutely eviscerated. Chandler Jones basically give me all the money. Um, and, and that card, if the Cardinals defense is remotely that good, Half that good. This is a 10, 11, 12 win team. You guys know I like the Cardinals. I picked them to get to the postseason. Six sacks at Tannehill, five by Chandler Jones. So, I mean, like, I think Kyler Murray uh, MVP futures are real. I'm not going to go overboard with the 70s. Uh, not the 76. Look, another basketball reference. I'm not going to go overboard with the Eagles pounding the Falcons. Um, you know, the Kansas City-Cleveland game was interesting. Baker Mayfield and the Browns come up short again against Patrick Mahomes. My big takeaway is, man, Cleveland is close. Aren't they, Rob? I mean, this I'm just, I'm just not going overboard. Oh, I, I completely disagree with you on Cleveland. Completely what? disagree with you on Cleveland. You don't think they're close? No, I do not. I think that they are a very good, rock-solid team, but I do not think that they are close to a Super Bowl. I don't think that they are a legitimate contender for a Super Bowl. I think that they are... The equivalent of what the Minnesota Vikings were like three years ago. They're a very good team. They're very solid. They, they're going to win 10, 11 games. But when it going gets tough and it gets down to the nitty gritty, they are not, quote unquote, that guy. So they led the Chiefs for the first 53 minutes um, and then gave up a late Kelsey touchdown. They were rolling 22 to 10 uh, at halftime. And in the second half, I don't totally know what happened uh, offensively. It did not look good. It was like one of those like slow-motion car crashes. You can <laughs> see it kind of happening. You're like, uh, three plays. So they had um, Nick Chubb fumbled, obviously. That led to a field goal. Um, the Browns did get a touchdown. Then they got uh, turnover on downs. Um, it, it, it looks like it was... Uh, Oh, no, no, it well, wasn't a turnover. Well, it, it, it's in the box score turnover on downs, but it was a punt It was a mistake. punt block. Punt mishap. Yeah, it yeah. was a bad snap. So the Chiefs basically went 75-yard touchdown to Tyreek Hill. Just a crazy throw by Mahomes. Browns come out, go backwards, special teams miscue, Chiefs 15-yard drive. So you have two touchdowns in the span of just a matter of moments. And then the Browns punt, and then the Baker pick, which was unfortunate. I, I don't see how on earth you could possibly read this as um, the Browns are not close. They, Rob, are you ready for this? They averaged under, under Stefanski and Baker Mayfield 8.2 yards per play. Rolled up and down the field. 457 yards of total offense. Four for four in the red zone. Essentially, they lose the turnover battle 2-0. The special team's mishap really killed them. And that's a wrap. I mean, they were they were the better team on the field than the Chiefs. Am I supposed it, to be impressed? I mean, look, look. As great as the Chiefs are, and, and, and I think that you might even know this, that you might even be the one who gave it to me. Last season, 
the Patrick Mahomes led Kansas City Chiefs, I believe on the year went 16 and 3. Like it was something ridiculous. You know what they were against the spread their last 11 games? Uh, like 2 and 9. 2 and 9. Yeah. All right. So this is what they do. They play every team close, but they have Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, so they find a way to win at the end of every game. That's okay, true. I and, don't disagree and, with that. and so this is what I'm saying. What I mean when I talk about the Browns comparing to the the Vikings a few years back, their defense is very good, solid. Their running game is outstanding. Their quarterback is just okay. Oh, all right. Now, when it got back, and you mentioned that whole exchange where it was the Tyreek Hill long touchdown, the 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 Special Nick Chubb uh, uh, fumble. Yeah. Okay. So once things start to get get hairy, you have that one play. 75-yard Tyreek Hill touchdown. Three and out, three and out, interception. Because when the going gets tough and you got to count on your quarterback to get you out of these situations, Baker Mayfield is not the kind of guy you can put on his right shoulder and get you out of these games. Didn't it look like he was trying to throw it away and he just couldn't? It was like that's. I think that's what happened to Tua as well, who got the Patriots in it. Patriots, my toughest loss in the four million dollar gambling contest. I got a great stat for you in a second, but I mean, okay, that's fair, uh, Rob. I'm just saying, get your Baker shots out now. Nine of their ten next opponents did not make the playoffs last year. They, do you know, they Do you want to guess the spread? I don't know if you've looked. Do you want to guess the spread at Browns Texans this week? Texans <sighs> coming off a beatdown of Trevor Lawrence. Browns at Texans. Mine, no, uh, I'm sorry. Texans at Browns. Texans at oh, okay. Uh, Browns minus eight. Browns minus twelve. Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh my Are God. you betting the Texans on the road? Oh my! They say gosh. no rookie quarterback. Twelve points is a lot to give up in an NFL game. I may, I may have to play. lean with David Cully and the boys in that one. Oh my God! Twelve Dave, points you just is a lot. The Texans quarter uh, coach. <laughs> I can't believe that. Then they play the Bears, uh, who got. Ch- Dump truck by the Rams, and they play the Vikings, who got run over by Joe Burrow. Uh, Chargers, ooh, Chargers. Chargers are sneaky. Um, damn it, Rob, I just want to go through every game, but we're not, okay? We're not. Um, we're not going to talk Seahawks. That was an easy layup. Um, I just want to give you one, and and uh, I just have to give you guys a stat from Washington. I know I got a bunch of people from D.C. who listen to this. I got buddies, and you guys like Washington, and you were excited. I don't want to hear, oh, well, Fitzpatrick got hurt. Like, Taylor Heineke's not that much of a drop-off from Fitzpatrick. Of all the teams who had, like, the, you know, a bo- like, you watch a game, and then you go to the box score, and sometimes they don't line up. Guys, the Chargers move the ball so easily against this Washington defense. So overrated. Are you ready for this? At the vaunted Washington D. Chargers had 27 first downs. They were third down, the money down. 14 of 19 on third down. Okay? They were in the red zone six times. The Chargers moved the ball at will against this vaunted defense. Now, I think some of it is Washington is not, the defense is not as good. But some of it is the Chargers are really good. Folks, they were only two for six in the red zone. And that is the kind of thing that hurts. And you saw, I'm sure, Rob, the Justin Herbert uh, incomplete pass that they ruled a fumble out of the end zone. That, I mean, that play was total garbage. I, I, I Absolute hogwash. And that was on Herbert. Uh, folks, 
this is a really, really good Chargers team. Um, Mike Al- Mike Williams was on my fantasy bench. He had a monster game. Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler wasn't even 100%. Listen, I don't care if it's Taylor Heineke, Ryan Fitzpatrick. This Washington team, is just it just ain't as good. Now, they get the Giants this week on Thursday night. That's going to be ghastly. Uh, we'll talk about that eventually. But I, I just just file it away. The Chargers are really good, guys. Like, scary good. Against an elite top five defense from last year. They just went through it like Swiss cheese. I, dis- um, I disagree, right. man. I, I disagree what with do you, you again. Dis- look, what do you mean? the Chargers look like every single Chargers team I've seen in the last five years. They got all of this talent up and down the roster. You mentioned it, 14 of 19 on third down. So why the hell did they only score 20 points? There's just always, there's something there that just, it it doesn't quite add up where it's like, you look at the roster, you look at the talent, you look at their ability to do certain things. And you're like, why aren't they, why aren't you better than your record? You know? And I feel like they, they could be one of those teams where fantasy wise, like the Dallas Cowboys, they are fantastic because Justin Herbert's a monster. Keenan Allen might be the best route runner in the NFL and they'll still find a way to finish like nine and seven. Or excuse me, what what is, that, what is it now? Nine and eight. Nine and eight. So in the red zone, two touchdowns, uh, a bogus fumble that should have been an incompletion, a pick in the red zone by Herbert, and they had to settle for two field goals. Uh, oh, field goals aren't going to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. We know that. You want to beat the Chiefs. Um, I, I'm going to put the Bills on a second tier. You don't want to go overboard on week one. I've said that like a dozen times now. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I don't know, Rob. Should we wrap up with Bill Steelers? Should we wrap up with Trevor Lawrence uh, and Urban Meyer? And it, I, I don't want to go overboard. Somebody did text me uh, over the weekend. Jason, poke around on what's going on in Urban Meyer in Jacksonville. Um, apparently, like, just things are not going well there. I'll just I'll leave it at that. I, I don't want to put out unconfirmed rumors and people come after me and get all angry. Um, I learned my lesson on that one. Many times, including recently with the uh, New York Giants coach getting in a fist fight with his offensive line coach, which, as I had said many times, it actually happened and other people have backed me up on that. And it's never been truly debunked by anybody credible that doesn't kiss the ass of the Giants. Can uh, I put out an unconfirmed rumor? Okay. So as you know, one of the uh, it was a good weekend overall for the Pac-12. It was a bad weekend, though. Oh, USC, USC, right? Oh, I might have heard this. Okay. Well, I don't don't know if you have, but this is something that I've heard. I've heard, you know, for a couple of years now that Clay Helton's kind of been on thin ice. It's not really been a secret. And one of the reasons why he did keep his job is because of the whole academic scandal that they had there. And they wanted to show some stability and they wanted to keep a guy who seemed to be like a good guy in position there as their head football coach. It's also no secret that... A lot of the big money boosters around the program have their eyes on one Urban Meyer. Ooh. So if things go downhill, like I expect them to do, I know you expect them to go worse to first than the AFC South, so maybe you don't have this file the way like I do. But if they flounder this season, and, and by all accounts, the way they looked against Houston, that doesn't seem like it's out of the realm of possibility. Don't be surprised if Urban is one and done in Jacksonville and he becomes the head guy at USC. That would that would be a stunner. I mean, although we've seen college uh, coaches leave before, uh, uh, Nick Saban, Miami to Alabama. Again, unconfirmed um, rumors, so no aggregator, nothing like that. This is just yeah. some scuttlebutt. Um, interesting that you heard stuff. I'm Googling this guy right now to see if anything is there. No. Okay. Um USC can't fire Helton because right now they can't get a president. What's going on in the president situation at USC? All these lawsuits um, stemming from the, the, the Aunt Becky from Full House, you know, all that stuff? Yeah, I mean, I, I've heard about it. I don't know exactly what's okay. going on. But so they can't, like, who's going, to, who's going to step up and, and, and fire the head coach? Like, there's so much money at stake. With the payouts uh, that apparently they without with their president's situation up in flux, they can't do anything with Helton. 
But apparently, a bunch of former players won. And this is an, uh, this is not a name I expected. I just Googled. He did not graduate from USC. But the name that's come up is Byron Leftwich. Now, I don't really know what the what the connection is between Byron Leftwich um, and, and USC, but he is a guy who's currently the offensive coordinator of the Buccaneers, working with Tom Brady. Um, uh, it, 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 Byron Leftwich went to Marshall. I, I, interesting. I don't know why where his name's coming from, but to me, that name is so out of left field, right, Rob? That it's yes. like, oh, maybe there's something there. Exactly. <laughs> when it's something that's so random, Whoa. you're like, okay, there's what not on earth? that. That might be more legitimate than some of the obvious names. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, I, I, now USC obviously an embarrassing loss to Stanford. Holy hell, that was bad. But Rob G, if you want to take a couple minutes to just go uh, off the rails on your Oregon Ducks and UCLA and how they're dominating big conference power teams and the West is rising, it all obviously dovetails to me coming out here. Right, five years ago, uh, <laughs> LeBron followed me out here, um, and now the Pac-12 is waking up. All that stuff. Yeah. Look, man, as you know, you know, there's no more physical conference in college football than the, than the Pac-12. We saw what uh, UCLA ran through the SEC and LSU, and then we saw Oregon run roughshod over the Big Ten's best in Ohio State. Had Colorado had any kind of quarterback, maybe even maybe even like a third string backup from UCLA or something like that, because we got so many great players there. They would have taken down number five Texas A&M, and then and also ran in Stanford. Go ahead and smashes USC. Like if you didn't know by now, the Pac-12 needs to be taken seriously when it comes to the college football playoff. It's not the SEC Invitational anymore. Because if you were to go on what you've seen on the field, I don't know how you can say that anyone outside of what maybe Bama and Georgia that there have been more impressive performances than what UCLA did to LSU and what Oregon to Ohio State. So I hope do, you're, do you I hope you're ready for this. Do you legitimately think they're going to get in the playoff? I can't uh, remember the last Pac-12 team to make the playoff. Do I think that they— Had to be USC. It would be no, no, Oregon. 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 Oregon yeah. Do I think that they should? I mean, assuming that they both, Oregon and UCLA, they do play each other, so that's going to be tough. But assuming that one of them— goes 11 and one or undefeated they should be in there but the problem is and and you know this working in media and it's it's not just about who deserves to be there it's about who's going to get the most money and i could totally see them taking clemson who beats nobody this whole season but they run the table in a week acc getting to the championship or getting to the playoff i could see three sec teams because alabama's going to run the table oh georgia's only loss was to alabama and, you know, Florida makes us good money. You know, it's going to be something like that. So I, I I think that if anybody who's watched these games and not just looking at the the rankings, they'll tell you that the Pac-12 is legit this season. So I think that they should have a, a great chance of getting in the playoffs. I, you know, college week one in college football was awesome gambling on this podcast. Week two was not. <laughs> Toledo did come through, which was nice. But um, I'm trying to look at the week three. It, it, it Listen, I love college football. It's fun. But. The NFL, once the games start, there's just so much happening. Rob, I don't know about you, but I, I mean, like my, my son played in his first um, AAU basketball tournament over the weekend, and they had a game Sunday morning. And I'm usually posted up at my house, red zone, computer, fantasy gambling, second TV, all that. And I had to be on the road. Now, luckily, there's this thing called like a 
Apple iPhone, which is kind of cool. And you can watch Red Zone and then you can get Red Zone on your computer and there's Wi-Fi. Like it was it was amazing. We didn't really miss anything, um, but I just wasn't as active on social media. But like once the NFL's hitting, it's just like so much is happening with the fantasy and the gambling. I don't know about you, but um, I'm assuming your fantasy teams went well. Yeah, considering that I had to start Ryan Fitzpatrick, who got me 0.72 points after he got hurt. Ooh. And you and still I, won? I still won because the guy I was going against at Aaron Rodgers, who got like 1.5 points. Oh, so wow. it all worked out. But um, yeah, no, I, I hear yeah. you. And and even in this podcast, you know, we we probably talk more college football than anybody that's not a specific college football pod. And even then, you mentioned we had there was a, some great games this weekend. We're carving out what four minutes, five minutes to yeah. college football because I mean, the NFL's key. Yeah, it is. Uh, the uh, looking ahead, Arizona State BYU is one of the only game, um, one of the only matchups with ranked teams. Auburn Penn State, like that's just not like plan my Saturday night around it. Um, and then the other one, of course, Alabama Florida in uh, Gainesville, and you're like, oh, maybe Florida has a chance. Like, no, the spread is fifteen and a half, and more than likely, I'm going to be backing Alabama in that one. Uh, so college football is great. We love it. Uh, but the NFL is just so flipping awesome. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. In the $4 million contest, I went 3-1, and one and I have the Ravens tonight. Um, the lone loss was the Patriots pretty just ticked off about that. Nevertheless, you got to move on, you know, um, to channel Ted Lasso. You got to have the memory of a goldfish. I'm done. I'm done. I got to forget about the three and one. It's Ravens tonight. So I'm obviously taking the Ravens, uh, given the Marcus Peters news, given the, uh, Gus, the bus news, a lot of people are backing the, um, Oh, Oh, Las Vegas Raiders here. A lot of the public is all over the Ve- Vegas Raiders. The lines come down a little. But, again, it was kind of a dead zone, like five, five and a half. It's down to like four, four and a half. I just want to remind you, Rob, John Harbaugh, five and oh, straight up, five and oh against the spread in the last five years in openers. I think they beat the Dolphins in one of those like 56, seven. They beat the Browns last year. Like they come in prepared. Um, They go into the preseason like really prepared to win and dominate. And like that's what they've been doing. I know they're beat up. You know, the trenches are where it's at, and I just I have no faith in the uh, Vegas Raiders um, in, in the trenches. I'm sure Carr will keep it close, but uh, I, I took the Ravens, and um, I need them to win by five or more. Okay. When the line was at five, I bet the Raiders. Since it's gone mm-hmm. down to four, I'm less confident, especially given that we found out late Sunday that uh, Josh Jacobs is questionable with an illness. Yeah. And I didn't start him in fantasy because I it was it was trending that way during the week. Um, I like I, who's that? Was that mean? Is this going to be the Kenyon Drake show? I, I think if Josh Jacobs does not play, it's not necessarily going to be a Kenyon Drake show. It's going to be a Derek Carr show where he's just going to have to throw the ball over the field, and especially the way that Baltimore runs the ball and they just take these seven, eight, nine minute drives like it's nothing. You're going to yeah. see John Gruden and Derek Carr kind of panic and just abandon the run altogether and try to throw their way into it. <laughs> which kind of plays right into what Baltimore does because they, they mm-hmm. suffocate you on offense. And on defense, you, you feel like you need to throw to keep up with them. And then they got some of the best ball hawks in the secondary. So I do think that uh, it's going to be a close game. But um, I, I don't like the, the, the four points for the Raiders. I had it at five. So 
if it's we're sticking with the five point spread, give me the Raiders. But if it's the four, which it currently is as of right now, then I got to go with Baltimore. Yeah, I'm sorry we couldn't talk more about the Jets. I know you guys want my thoughts on the Mormon <laughs> Mahomes. It's a long week, and frankly, the Jets had. Uh, wait, I got I have it in my notes here. Uh, 37 yards of total offense in the first half. No, no, the Steelers in the first half had 37 yards. My Jets in the first half had a whopping 62 yards of offense. That ain't going to get it done. Uh, All right. That'll do it for today's pod. Enjoy Monday Night Football. We're back tomorrow. We'll talk to you then. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.